Hi guys, welcome back to the original Judo Podcast. I am James Austin and I'm delighted to be joined by today's guest. We are catching up following uh, this weekend's recent um, Fallon uh, event. And I'm delighted to have Dr. Jagjit Kira on the line with me. Juggy, you are kind of one of the founders, one of the event organisers um, of the Fallon event, and we're going to get into that. But it'd be great to kind of introduce yourself, how, your background in judo, if that's okay. Oh, uh, oh, James, thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be on it, to be honest. No, it's uh, a pleasure, mate. Uh, yeah, so I started judo when I was about 10 years old. Um, a, a lad at my school used to do judo. Um, my dad had a, a public a, a pub at the time, so he didn't really have a lot of time to take me to clubs, etc. So uh, he, he spoke to the parents and said, "Oh, can, can you take my son along?" So I went along with them on a, on a Friday night, and then after they brought me back from judo, my dad would give him drinks and stuff like that. So it, it was nice. So yeah, I started at Wolverhampton Judo Club with Bill Kelly. Carried on through at the time they had schools judo as well, which Mac Abbott was doing. So I got involved in in the judo in that in, in that that respect. My level, I suppose, I caught nationals a fair few times, placed about fifth. Didn't quite make the, you know, the British squad or anything, but trained with them a couple of, on a couple of occasions. But at 19, I was at the point where I was going to go to university and I did, you know, make it a target. That I must get my downgrade before that. And I, and I did get that. When I went to university, it was probably a possibility that I could carry on there. But at the University de Montford, where I did my degree, uh, they, they had no they had no judo club basically there was no judo club and when I asked them they said do you want to run it I was like uh, no I'm not from, <laughs> you need to run a, a, a judo club you know leaving home at that age I was just you know it wasn't something that I wanted to really do so uh, yeah I, I, I done a degree in chemistry there and following that I, I wanted to continue my studies and I went on to do a PhD at uh, Loughborough University they, they did have a judo club there at the time, so I did double back into it to be honest, and, and did a little bit there. But I found with the studies and that I found it difficult to get the balance. So it was like a case of you either need to put a bit more time into it, or which I couldn't really find at the time. So I kind of like left that work. Yeah, I was going to say that's a big challenge though, managing a PhD alongside judo and 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 balancing the both. Yeah, without a doubt. It, yeah, I just thought that, you know, I, I, in the end, I just did a bit of training here and there. I just didn't do the competition, but I enjoyed getting back into the judo as such. Uh, once I started working, it was, it was different than you. You got your work, work life, and then you want to have your, your, your freedom outside work, basically, just to let off steam. And then I found that by going back to judo and doing a bit bits and bobs. But something at the back of my mind is also always, always that I want to do a bit of coaching. In around about, I'd say, 2012, I uh, went through uh, the levels to try and get my, my coaching qualification. So I did a level one. Level two at the time, I, I asked Bill if I could do a bit of coaching at Wolverhampton to help me to get the evidence for basically to do my level two. And he was like, oh, why didn't you do a competition? Why didn't you do a Welsh? Was, at the time, I think it was a Welsh match. Dragging you back in like the Godfather <laughs> or the Goodfellas. Yeah, and I, and I ended up going into the Masters. I, I did. I got silver, and I think I got like 17 points toward my second down. I was like, okay, let's see if I can do a few more. And I ended up getting my, my second down, you know, doing a few more competitions and that. 
um, which was which was good at the time. And also, I got my 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 coaching qualification level two, which was important for me. Ultimately, what I wanted to do was open up a, a judo club. And at the time, I um, applied for a, a Sport England grant to get a, a club opened at a, a local Sikudwara, and I managed to get like five thousand seven hundred pound, I think it was. Top of my head, uh, with that I managed by the mat doggies and started up a club in yeah basically uh, May 2013. I started Lions Judos. Did you did you always want to go the route of setting up your own club, or again, did you originally thought you'd be part of that? You know, I know the Wolverhampton Judo Club is a massive family. Everybody kind of stays in touch. It's one of the great things about the club. Like, were you always thinking that you wanted to set something up for yourself? I think what it was was people said to me that, that you know you should try coaching. I think you'd you'd do well in coaching. I remember at the time, you know, if I'm totally honest, James, at the time in the in the nineties when I when I did the judo, that there, there weren't many Asians doing judo or Indians, and I just thought if I can open up a club within Gurdwara, I can try and get more people from that community to do judo. Without a doubt, you know, the club's open to anyone. Anyone can come at any time. And they always do, and we have a great time. And that, that was one of the things that you know when I did when I did the judo in the nineties. That you know that it'd be nice to have more mix of cultures, everyone doing judo, and that, mm-hmm. that's what I kind of was one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. Start up in the in the Gurdwara as well. Love that. So is judo again? This is my ignorance uh, naivety. Is judo not a big sport within the Asian community? I wouldn't say it was heritage wise. Uh, there's a lot, a lot more Asians doing the the wrestling or the kabaddi. Yeah. Oh, judo wasn't massive, but if you know, if I could try and help all of that community come into the, the sport, it was something maybe I, you know, I, I want to embark on basically. So I started up the club. We're still, we're still here ten years later. So, you know, it, it's going okay. It's going okay. Amazing. I have. Yeah. And then. You were obviously out at the weekend uh, representing the club, and I think you had a couple of younger club members there. Um, I know we are going to get into the event. What's it like watching some of the guys that you coach now compete? So, like I said, I'd, I'd, you know, I definitely say we're more of a recreational club. Uh, early on, we had, I think it's like a lot of clubs, we've had waves of players where I've had, you know, at one point I remember having like 20, 25 on the map. Whereas we're not got as many now, and early, early on we did have a few players doing a few bit of competition. And I've always said to the players that if you want to do more competition, if you want to do competition, you have to do them more than you know one 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 day a week. You need to do you know I've, I've introduced them to other local clubs, Wolverhampton, other ones you know that, that they can step up their training. Uh, so on this occasion it was it comes to, for, for for Craig's event this year. Uh, that there was two two players from my club, plus three, including myself, that that, that fought at the tournament. Uh, just the way it went, ideally for them, probably I, I wish they would have done a, a tournament before. But for the, the two players, one being my daughter, another uh, yellow belt now, uh, it was their first tournament. But they they did extremely well, and this was such a well. It was a red belt event uh, band as well. You know, having that many players, that big a venue, you know, they did excellent, to be honest. I'm really proud of them, to be honest. 
yeah again it was like a phenomenal turnout for the event like and yeah. the atmosphere was great i could imagine it's quite overwhelming for some of those younger guys who yeah, yeah. have a lot less experience that's it like i said ideally it would have been like a you know a samurai type one match you know uh for their first goal but it happened to be this but they, they did really well so i'm, I'm really proud of them you are kind of one of the event organisers um, and we spoke to Gav Davis earlier in the year about where the Fallon, where Craig, the Craig Fallon event came from. How did you get involved? Okay, so, like I said, because my, my judo journey started at Wolverhampton Judo Club, uh, I trained alongside Craig and Gavin over them years and, you know, for me, Craig was, inspiration to with regards to what he achieved uh when i used to we used to go to competitions he used to be gold 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 he, you know he, he was he's was phenomenal what he achieved and um he when i went to university now i'm going to show my age now when we went when i when i went to university <laughs> around about 99 we were when the age where everyone had mobile phones and they could keep in contact you know that was when it was just about to start i think with like People starting to own their own like mobile phones and stuff. So we kind of lost contact, I'd say, myself, Craig and, and Gavin. But I kind of kept, kept an eye on his career and how he, you know, how he's doing and stuff, and tried to watch the Olympics, what we could, you know. There was all used to be small segments that they used to put on and stuff. But uh, I remember definitely going and watching them at the GB World Cup in Birmingham. That was a good day. Uh, so in I think. So it was about 2012 that I saw basically Gav's van, the GD Judo he's doing at the time. I was parked up at a local um, local uh, food restaurant and bar, which has, which has like a, a football club incorporated. Uh, and I went past and I was like, oh, that's Gavin's van. So I turned around, <laughs> went back, parked up, went in, and they were just sat there eating and we got chatting again. and change numbers and then you know since, since then we we always used to meet up and go for a bit of food and stuff generally at that place basically because they used to play a bit of football there as well yeah and they gave me quite a bit of advice when i started up the club as well and craig and gavin did the first year anniversary event all on his judo every year i tried to make a, a deal of getting someone some well i'd say you know a, a judo superstar in Every year to 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 do anniversary rent, just like yourself, James. We had you there one one year. <laughs> you did. I was going to say you started really well, but it obviously slipped <laughs> the year that you you got me. Um, and uh, yeah, so and I'd I'd, I'd text him uh, and Gav, you know, every year, you know, I'm having the next one. I've got so and so here, and they they did usually say if I can come or not. And it was a kind of I, I can remember on the one occasion he said he'd come. And he came. No fuss, just came, sat down next to people, you know, the strangers to him, didn't need a fuss about it at all, watched these novice players doing their judo and, you know, enjoyed the event and that's what judo, that, that, that's what Craig was for me, like a humble guy, just loved judo basically. And uh, yeah, so, you know, when he did pass in 19, he, in 2019, it was, was a big shock to, to everyone, to everyone. and. For me, as soon as I found out that Gav wanted to do this tournament in his name, 
Gav, you know, for Gav, he lost a very close friend. You know, he's, he says it himself, very, very, very close friend, also, you know, rival, but also idol. You know, he says it himself, it's like a, a strange relation, but, you know, for him, it's a massive loss. And, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to help him, on, you know, in any way possible, basically, with regards to the, the Craig Fallon Cup. And uh, Gav being the, the way he is, he, he's just like, oh, Joe, why do you start training again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I start, I was a bit reluctant at first, but because I couldn't specifically remember a time when I was, I was with Craig and Gav at, at this bar having a bit of food and stuff. And uh, I did, I think it was like a, Web Ice Tournament at, at Samurai. No, I think it was a, a, a Samurai high grade at the at the National Training Centre. Yeah. I got thrown. I got thrown on my head. I, got, I remember meeting them later on that day, and I saying, "You know what? I'm not going to do a competition ever again." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, uh, Gav kind of said, "Come on, get back into training. We'll 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 do this tournament as well." So yeah, so got back into it. Uh, doing a bit of training and then we just like I said a lot of things with regards to the tournament just evolved as as we did it basically you know we said you know between us why don't we start doing some randories at different clubs and it went really well to be honest you know we've been to so many different places you know gone as far north as Judo Scotland that was through um, Andy Malone's club that it was held at the Judo Scotland Ratho and as far south as Camberley you know mm -hmm. Uh, we've been to Wales, the National Centre there, Burlington, um, um, Lions, we've done it at Lions a couple of times. We, so it worked really well where we got players that have some of just come away from judo, but with what's happened and just w wanting to get back into it, they've, they've, come, they've, come, they've, found, they've found themselves coming back into the judo. And it, it was, it was a quite a good thing because, you know, as a judo community, we was all together and we was reminiscing about Craig and stuff. And you know, it was a good, good feeling, good vibe, good vibe at these, at these, at these, uh, these Randalls, to be honest. And it was, a, it was a good way of making additional money towards what, it, what eventually we've come on to, to be honest. Yeah, and then again, the event itself, uh, certainly, well, both years, for myself coming along. They've kind of captured that, as in, it's been, you know, it's come from this place of absolute tragedy, but it's been amazing to see some of these guys who, as you say, maybe fell out of judo, and all of a sudden there's a reason to come back and reconnect. And yeah, yeah, um, from such a bad thing, you know. We, we, yeah, but you know, when we when we keep it down to the basics. Me and Gavin always said that Craig loved judo. We're going to do a judo, you know, we'll do a judo tournament in his name, you know, and, and we want to continue his name basically and continue his legacy. So it was all ideas based around that, to be honest. It, 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 and that that was that was the way the the, the direction we went. Uh, we won't want the the younger generation to know who he is. You know, and his achievements, and as well as that, help out players. So that, that was the direction we went out on this year. Basically, was to help unfunded players. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that that was 
basically it, it, that we 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 gave out these awards at the at the award ceremony. But if you want me to talk about that later, or yeah, no, that. we'll come to that. I want to say first off, like, were you pleased with how this year's event went? Because again, oh, coming in amazing. this year as a spectator is amazing. There was loads of people there. It was great to see everybody fighting. Some masters, seeing some uh, old guys <laughs> juggy yeah, dust yeah. off the kits and and bust them out yourself. Yeah, it, it was it, it was amazing. You know, to, the atmosphere was great. Um, you know, for the for the non judoka for example, my, my my wife was there and she said that the atmosphere was great. You know, it's like you know, she was like, I want to sit down at the bottom, like, I want to get it, absorb it all in and stuff. It was. You know, it was such a good event. You know, the people that were there, everyone was happy, and you know, and there was, it was just so so good. You know, on on a personal note, for me, it was quite manic, if I'm totally honest, because uh, obviously, as being an organizer, I was fighting also, but also I was coaching. So right. luckily, luckily, I did all my fighting before the, my two players were going to fight. Uh, but then, as, as it is, there was on to- total different ends of the map at the same time. So I was oh, running between map one and map four. But you know, overall, I, I, I can't. It, you know, it, it went really well. It went really, really well. With the you know the, the people that were there. You know, what can I say? You know, the current players. These are the ones at the centre. We had the likes of Chris Kelly, Katie Jemima, Yates Brown, Lisa Renshaw, Eric Ham. You know, these are. Like current players, and we, we tried to make sure that they gave out medals to the to the younger players that knew who they were. You know, and we got former players and coaches that were there as a coaching, or they were there as players as like the team back. You know, they yeah. was all there that, that won that won the senior men's. You know, we had uh, Luke Preston, Danny Williams, um, McKenzie, the Campbell lot, and then from from Japanese side we had. We had Taka Itahara, the the yeah from Scotland. Scotland, yeah yeah. We also fourth, and then we had a, a legend that, that is is Masashi Abinuma that gave out medals as well. I made oh, sure amazing. that he gave out medals to wow. the, the seniors and the, the masters because he is of their you know of, of, of that era and you know he's, he's amazing. You know he's amazing. I, I, I think you know, he, he went so well without a doubt. I was I was going to say it seemed to be like really well supported by that current crop of players because the, the names you listed off everyone there is looking at you know Olympic or Paralympic qualification you you mentioned Lucy Wrench world number one Chris Skelly Paralympic champion I, I would say it's almost unheard of to kind of get that support for for an event and it yeah again it shows like the work you've put in but also what Craig meant to the community I think exactly exactly that you know it's you know, when you speak to them, there they was like, you know, when they heard of it, they, they, they was really wanted to fight. Uh, Eric was on Team Fallon, uh, so gathering a group of players together. Ideally, he wanted to do that. He got fought in the in, in the Masters, but he wanted to do the seniors as well. But with all that was happening, it was just a bit, you know, too much to do everything, to be honest. But he, he, he got to assemble the team of uh, Eric, uh, Isaac Gagin and Chris Kelly, and they were... Uh, team Fallon and they, they they won a silver medal in the end, uh, but yeah these they was all happy to be there. One of the things that stuck out for me that Eric said when I speak to him in the in the in the awards was that he had fun and you know you don't hear often hear that from the full timers and you, you know it's, it's 
at least that, you know, for him it was really big because he's, he used to go to Craig's master classes and stuff when yeah. he was younger. So, you know, he's close to a lot of people, to be honest. And then you ran the, um, yeah, awards evening, like following on from the event. Uh, yeah, where did so, that come from? So, the awards, the awards evening was something we had sort of talking uh, and Gavin. It was something that we wanted to do just to, to basically recognise the coaches of that that was part of Craig's career and also the route that we went down with regards to helping unfunded players. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we gave awards to all of Craig's coaches uh, that's that's Bill Kelly, Fitzroy, Steve Gorford, uh, Luke Preston, Brian Moore. We gave all them awards, and they all gave a speech. Uh, we gave an award to Sarah, Sarah Newby, I can't not, uh, name her, for all the work that she does as tournament director you know, and guides us without her. You know, the tournament wouldn't happen without a doubt. Uh, and then we went on to, we, we spoke about the aims of the, the, the the foundation, etc. But then we went on to the 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 awards, which was for the unfunded players. So um, obviously, as as people know, unless you're at the National Training Centre, uh, you don't get the funding. So we, we thought we'd try and help out a few players. So there was two junior awards for two hundred and fifty pound each. They were awarded to Cordelia Gregory and Ryan King, mm-hmm. and the senior award for one thousand two hundred pound was was given to Finley Allen of Camberley. Uh, so these, like I said, these, these, are, these are unfunded players that are trying to, I suppose, reach their potential and get as, do as well as they can. And we, we thought we'd help them out. So this was an idea that me and Gavin come up with, but it probably, you know, snowball bigger than we did, than we thought it would. And in the end, we just, we asked that, we, we put out a post to say that if you're interested, please apply. So that's that's the route we went down. And then we just looked at results and between us and decided basically we can't help everyone, but if we can help a small portion of people, and it's 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 something. And the main thing is is I'll always remember that that they were helped out by the Craig Fallon Foundation, which is continuing Craig's legacy, which was which was we thought was a big, which was a good thing, really. Yeah. No, completely. It's. It is amazing what you guys have kind of achieved and worked and, and, and developed. Um, how was it for you putting the kit back on? Getting yeah, so, so I, did, I did a lot of the randories. And then last year, I, I ended up last year in February time, I managed to get my third done. I, I went for a grading and I got my third done. Uh, but a couple of months after that, doing a, a randori, I, I hurt my wrist. So uh, I couldn't do the tournament last year. Uh, but this year, from about April time, I'd say my wrist got a bit better, so I started training again, and yeah, did the tournament, uh, and yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. I wanted it at least to, you know, one year where I thought, without a doubt, whether I'll do that every year, I don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, I've really enjoyed getting back into, you know, without a doubt, Gav was, you know, he's he's, he's such a good guy with regards to motivation. And he was like, come on, George, try and do it kind of thing. Try and do one year fighting at least, you know. And I was like, yeah, definitely, you know. And it's been good for me, you know. 
physically and mentally, I feel a lot better with regards to I lost a few few kilos and you know you get back into it. And I, I really enjoyed it to be honest. Like I said, the only reason why I possibly wouldn't fight next year, depending, it all depends on players uh, fighting because it was tough. You know, I had that at the back of my head. I've got a couple of players fighting as well, so yeah. and organising. It was tough, like I said, but I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not going to come off the mat and just just be the coach. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to still do a little bit. But I have really enjoyed it. Public record now. People know that you're fighting yeah. next year. That's. Uh... Yeah. Um, no, it was it was it was great to see you guys on the mat. Like I'd uh, I'd I brought my mic over to come and uh, hopefully catch a few snippets with you guys on the morning, but then I saw you both kitted up, and I was like, oh, I can't go and interrupt <laughs> them now. But how saw we the day after? Or was I wasn't it a... too bad. I was just I was more just it was tiredness to be honest. It was you know it's quite quite busy leading up to it. And the day, the night before, was there till about eight o'clock, making sure everything was in place, and then was basically the, the the tournament finished. Had to clear up, and then from there we had to go to get cleaned up, get get changed, and go straight to the to to, to, to the awards evening. Basically, so it was, I was more tiredness really. I wasn't too sore, so I was okay. Where where do you guys go from here? Um, we've had two years of the event. Um, yeah. How do you maintain it, or how do you develop it? That's what you want. I think do. it's I think it's uh, learning as we're going because both me and Gav have never done anything like this, and we learn as, as we're doing it, and we are learning a lot as we as we are as we are doing it. To be honest, and uh, without a doubt, I don't think we'd we'd ever remove the the, the, the teams. Everyone loves the teams event. It was something that Craig used to love as well. A good team event. He'd probably two three times you know uh, two two or three t- weight categories above him he, he wouldn't care but you know it's something that we're always going to do uh well every year we're, we're looking to we'll keep doing the tournament and try and grow it to be honest um with regards to the future we've, we've talked about some things next year it's going to be 2024 uh olympic cycle finishes so um, We'd like to help any kind of retiring players if they want to do a course or something, possibly. This is something that we can begin funding towards. Also, we talked about mental health awareness training for, for, for coaches. If we can fund something like that, that as we've discussed between us and, you know, watch your space. We'll try and get more things out there as soon as we can. But like I said, the, 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 the focal point will always be the tournament and if we can help players retiring or current and raise awareness of mental health then it's it's something that we will with help to continue basically. And how about for you and, and for Lions Judo? What what does that look like over the next year? Uh, just for Lions Judo I'll just continue as we are. If we can get a few more members in that's great. Uh, you know it's for me I'll get so much from the sport and I, I have uh, with regards to the judo values, and I try and put them across to the players, and I I believe he's helped me so much in my life. I, if, if the students I have can take, you know, some of the morals home with them and use them in their lives, then it's, it, it's fantastic. You know, as a sport, it's me. You know, it's, a, it's an amazing sport to be honest. So continue as we are, really, at Lions. 
Love it. Same. I've taken my daughters along for their very first session tonight um, over at Friary Judo in Litchfield. So I'll stick a plug in for that. But again, same. Like it's been such a massive part of my life and given me so much. Want them to, you know, just have a little experience of it. Um, that's absolutely amazing. I appreciate so much you giving up your evening to come and uh, chat to me. If people want to find out a little bit more about the events or they want to find out about Lions Judo, where can they find you? Uh, so uh, Lions Judo, it's, uh, we've got a Twitter handle at Lions Judo, we're on Facebook, Lions Judo, and um, also, without a doubt, there's a lot of information that Dad puts out on his I think he's his GD Judo for Twitter and Sammy Davis for 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 for, for, for Facebook. Um, I, I think he's got a Instagram as well, but I don't know that handle to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that's if you know, watch watch that space, watch the post. To be honest, you know, we can update you with anything. I said it, the tournament is always going to be the focal point, uh, so that'll be on again next year. So watch his space, but if you can help. In any other way, we both to mental health awareness and helping players, then we will try our best. I know last year you guys were accepting donations. Are you? Is that something you're running again this year? If people want to donate, or so we we have we have got a got obviously there's a there's a, a Craig Fallon Foundation account set up that people can donate to. Ultimately, we will get. We're going to continue our randories. There's a lot of people that uh, clubs that have contacted us that want to do randories, so we'll continue them and that the matches from them go towards the, these things that we can do, these initiatives. Uh, so if, if if anyone's particularly wants to just donate, please please contact us and we can give you them details. But otherwise, like I said, we try and use a randori. We try and use a judo to, to to get the you know to get the people together and you know and raise the funds and help where we can basically. Well, uh, Juggy, thanks so much for giving up your time again. Like, um, I really appreciate it. The event was absolutely fab at the weekend. It's incredible to be part of it last year. Um, it was fab at the weekend watching and just soaking up the atmosphere of the morning. And it was it's great to hear that like, the rest of the day was a success as well. Um, yeah. Thank you. And Thank you, James. Before I go, I've, I've got to just say that, you know, the volunteers make it without a doubt. You know, the first aid is the referees, the officials. We had a photographer from my club that was doing it. We had DJ uh, Max uh, on the decks in, in, for the awards. You know, without these guys, you know, they, it won't happen really. The sponsors, uh, the venues where we had the randories. Um, without a doubt, you know, the leading force with this is, you know, Gavin, his, his, his energy, his his desire, his, you know, his work ethic is amazing. He's a good role model, and how he gets on the mat now at 39, and you know, and his training ethic is, is amazing. And I think a lot, of, a lot of youngsters can learn a lot from him. To be honest, and, you know, recently, you know, he's, he won the uh, English Open silver medal. You know, so he, he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing guy. To be honest, if I'm totally honest. Uh, a couple of things I want to just mention before I go because these, with the, with the how hectic the day was and everything, we had these written down, but we just did not give them out. And these players are going to find out. There's two awards that we wanted to give out on the day. They were Player of the Day and Craig Fallon Spirit of Judo Award. The Player of the Day, 
going to be to call Takafumi Kitahara. We're going to get that. That we're going to get that across to him. So this is hot news. Um, love it. Not, love it. <laughs> this is hot off the press, to be honest. The, these players were, were going to give him the awards on the day. There's there's a couple of injuries on the day that required ambulances. So things got, like, you know, things went a bit, made things a bit more difficult with regards to timings and. Uh, etc. Who could make announcements? So we, make, we had the players chosen, but we just could not give you award. And the Craig Fallon Spirit of Judo Award is going to go to Abby Guest, who helped out fourth on the day, and then helped out with regards to the ambulance and the players that were injured. So these are two players that we, we we're going to get their awards to them. But like I said, this is hot for the original Judo podcast. I love breaking news, um, so thank you so much. Um, but once again, buddy, fantastic event. And you're doing something really good. That, as we said before, it's come from such an awful kind of situation, but you're doing an amazing thing in, you know, how you're remembering Craig and how you're, um, you know, building on his legacy. Um, so yeah. if you guys can keep it up. Thank, thank you, James. Thanks for having me on, to be honest. And- if I can say one thing, as you know, before before we end this podcast, is you know, if if you are struggling, you know, people want to people want to listen. You know, if it's not someone that you want to, you know, personally, there's minds, there's Samaritans. You know, don't speak to them. There's someone that you don't know that might be able to help you. But just you know, speak. Don't keep it to yourself. That's a great message to finish on. Um, Juggy, thank you so much, uh, guys. Thanks, I James. hope you've enjoyed today um like subscribe um as we said if you are struggling there are find someone to speak to um you know talks about mind and samaritans just there they're great places to find someone who can help um other than that we'll catch you soon